You have probably seen or heard about the Last Dance, that documentary on ESPN. About, Huge ratings. About Jordan Huge. and the Bulls, the final season to get that sixth title. Let's talk to the star of the documentary, Jerry. <laughs> My buddy Joe, Joe Klein, 15-year NBA vet. Joe, what's up, buddy? Hi, Joe. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. Thanks for rolling out of the sack. We know you got a little bit of a different job these days, so thank you. But you got to be loving this attention. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't see this coming. <laughs> yeah, because you've been out of the league for what twenty years? Yeah, forever. Right, right. Well, yeah, we're about the same yeah, age. Years. Yeah, two thousand. Yeah, right at twenty. And yeah. you were in the second part of the documentary, and then seen in the background of the first one. When, when did they tape the interviews with you? How and how long did they last? Well, I mean, uh, I think it was right about a year ago. Uh, and you know it was funny, you know, because I knew nothing about this project. So I just thought, you know, they were putting together a my, little Michael Jordan documentary. Uh, so the guy keeps emailing me and calling me and kind of making a big deal about it. I thought it was going to kind of be like the local news guy coming out with the tripod and the little, you know, yeah. microphone box and put it on you and. They showed up at my restaurant. They're like, "Well, we'd like to come in the morning and all this." And I was like, "You know, you know, it was odd. You know, it's kind of getting a little perturbed because I was like, yeah, man, just come.' You know, it's yeah, not that big, it's not that big a deal. I was thinking, but they showed up with a lighting crew and a sound guy and all these people, and I'm like, "What are y'all doing?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not Michael Jordan. I'm the I was the 13th guy on a 12-man roster. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but I mean, they took it very seriously, as you can as you can see, and uh, were very detailed. And uh, you know, they started explaining to me what the project was, and it was kind of like, oh, okay, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah, now I get it. So when you're you're a new guy on this team, but you played in the NBA for a long time. Yeah, you were a vet by the time. Yeah. And you were with Jordan on that 84 Olympic team. Was it just a surreal experience because they told Phil Jackson it was his last year. They've won five championships already. And then Pippen and his contract, was it kind of a bleep show right when you got there? Well, yeah. I mean, I thought I was kind of going into paradise. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I was going into my 13th year. I was, I had offers to go other, way, other places that were better uh, for more money. You know, and they just wanted a veteran presence in those places, as did the Bulls. Uh, just, but they didn't need it like a lot of other teams. But I was like, you know what? I mean, how many chance, times you get a chance to, you know, be on the on the, you know, ending run of a dynasty? And so, uh, I remember them talking to me early in July and wanting me to sign. It was Jerry Krause, and you know, there was still some stuff going on with Phil and I think, and I'm not sure Michael had signed his one year deal yet. And I was like, look, you know, I'll, I'll come, but I'm coming after those guys sign. I'll sign after those guys. Cause I'm not, I'm not walking in there, uh, without, you know, without them guys being there. And then, you know, you get there and, uh, you know, you, you always hear, there's always strife between management and players, mm -hmm. especially over money. I mean, that exists always in every sport but you know you didn't you didn't I didn't know that it was to that extent <laughs> you know I mean it was uh when the before the season starts the general manager comes out before the season starts and goes this is Phil's last year I don't care if he goes 82 and 0 
you're kind of like sitting there going, what in the heck did I get myself? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> was I was like, it was crazy, but I was, I was glad I did it. I mean, it was, it was, it was, uh, they did a great job in the documentary, in my opinion. The two things they did really good in the first two series is they showed uh, the tension between Phil and Michael and Scotty and management, and they showed you know how bad we struggled when Scotty was hurt. Former uh, Chicago Bull Joe Klein is with us this morning. Was Jerry Krause as big of a bastard as uh, as we've always heard? He was actually a, a great guy. Was he? A nice guy. I okay. Just, I think he, I think he was over his head. Yeah. You know, and and I think uh, I don't think he was getting really good advice from the people around him. And I and I feel bad for him because you don't make statements like that and you don't say the things that you say without people saying that in the in people around you telling you that's what they want to do. That's what your owner is telling you. It's okay to say. I mean, so I don't think the people around him advise him good. You can think those things, and people think it all the time. You know, this is the end. We're not going to pay this money or re-up these guys. Or You can think that all you want. But when you got a team that's great as the Bulls, you know, yeah. you don't say it. Yeah, don't right. It. And the players didn't have the power back then that they have today, no, that's for sure. No, not at all. Right. I mean, it was a different deal. Yeah, yeah. When when you uh, signed there and you played with Jordan in the '84 Olympics and then you guys won the gold medal and then you go there, did you have any type of relationship with him or was it already established? You had Rodman, Pippen, Jordan, and I just you know pal around with someone else and those guys are untouchable. I mean, Michael was distant, distant, but he was you know I knew him before and I mean he was always a nice guy. I mean he wasn't. Yeah, you know, he just was he was competitive, but he wasn't he wasn't a buddy buddy hang around with the guy. I mean, you know, he was so big. I mean, he he you know the way he had to do things. You know, he's not gonna go down to the hotel bar and, and be able to sit down there and have mm-hmm. a beer. Mm-hmm. You know, because he would you know he was a rock star man. I mean, yeah. Just, and so you didn't hang around or get to be around him a lot. But you know, I thought the team for the most part, was an extremely close team and, and got along great. And, uh, you know, I, I, I thought I thought it was – I had a great year. I thought it was I, – I really enjoyed being around all them guys. They were, they were a cool bunch of guys. Hey, tell us the story, and you talk about in the documentary, Pippen and Jerry Krause on the bus. They didn't really go into it, and I get it because Jordan had a lot of control of the documentary. But what happened on that bus that everybody thought it was such a big deal? Well, you know, as we stated earlier, there was tension. And, you know, Pippen was grossly underpaid for many years and and was arguably a top three player in the league behind, you know, Jordan. And he was the sixth highest paid player on the team. Wow. (laughs) You know, and I think he was like 120th in the league. And so... And this wasn't just one year. This was over a span of years. And the Bulls had a policy that they would not renegotiate contracts, no matter what. And it was, and they did the same thing with Michael. Michael had a had a rift with them too, and they did the same thing with Phil. And I think that's where the the crux of the problem was. And then you have to start making statements like Jerry Krause would make in the paper about you know organizations win championships and not just players and. Uh, you know, 
Phil's 82-0 and statement about Phil. And so that just was gasoline on a fire. But after we played Seattle, you know, Jerry Krause never rode on the bus with us. I mean, hardly ever. Yeah. I don't ever hardly remember. And that night after the game, I remember walking out, and he was sitting, you know, as they showed on the documentary, he was sitting in the front seat right across from Phil. And I was like, man, that's that's odd, you know, but, you know, no big deal. And so I get on there, and I think we were, you know, we were obviously headed to the airport. I think we had a really good win, had a good road trip, you know, and and then all of a sudden, you know, it started from the back, man, just, you know, Pip started. And I don't think it was profanity-laced or anything like that, but he just started, you know, going at him about those quotes he made and things he made and just, Mm. relentlessly (laughs) relentlessly just kept (laughs) poking him and poking him and poking him and you know there were a few expletives in there you know things like that it was it was very it was you know 13 years i'd never seen anything like that in my life and was very uncomfortable you know and then you know michael would chime in every now and then a little bit and uh you know it was it, it was uh it was you know you just and, and you know and the whole time you know Phil is sitting right across the aisle from Jerry, hearing all this. Yeah. And so yeah. how, how yeah. did it stop? It's so uncom- but no one's going to say anything to Pippen and Jordan to knock it off. So how did it just continue all the way to the yeah. airport? Yeah, it, it went on and went on. I mean, you know, and, it, and uh, you know, again, I, I'm not remembering it exactly, but I, I don't know that it went on the whole time. But it went on for for a little bit and. <laughs> Uh, you know, finally, I think, you know, Michael kind of yelled something up at Phil kind of as a cosign, you know, hey, Phil, what do you, you know, something, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, the guys in the documentary asked me this. They said that it said, and this is what was amazing to me how, you know, they had all this information, you know, and they were asking me about it. And that's when I was kind of like looking at them going, all right, man, these guys have done their homework, you know. <laughs> and right. So, uh, and so I was like, uh, and they go, yeah. And they said Phil raised the beer, and and that was a way of him telling Michael and them to stop, you know. And I said, well, from where I was sitting, uh, that looked like a toast to me and a cosign. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Joe Klein's with us. Yeah, right. And he was on that Bulls team in the documentary. So there's people now saying, and Brian Winhurst of ESPN's one of them, that since Jordan and Pippen have so much control over this documentary, it's their middle finger to Jerry Krause. Do you do you buy that at all? Um, you know, I I don't know that they're solely driven by that. I, I certainly hope not. I mean, because uh, he you know, looks bad. Jerry Krause looks no, awful. No, well, you know, and and but again, the thing that bothers me is, you know, Jerry wasn't a bad guy. I mean, he just. He wasn't, to me, like I said, he didn't get good advice. I don't think Reinsdorf gave him good leadership. Uh, I felt he got kind of hung out there to dry. I mean, again, you know, you don't get to make all these supreme decisions just like like you're a dictator. I mean, there were people in the – I guarantee you in any organization, especially one as good as the Bulls and as powerful as the Bulls, there's people – sitting in an office discussing these things and how we're going to do it. And, you know, you don't just, you know, and, and if Jerry was going out there doing this stuff widely on his own, then you rein him in, 
and, and say, look, man, you know, for your own good. You know, mm-hmm. you just, you know, just, and they just, they mishandled it. Uh, and um, I, there was a lot of animosity towards Jerry Krause. There's no doubt about that. Uh, and I don't think that's the sole uh, reason that they, that they Scotty and Mike are, you know, in such control of this documentary. But, you know, I'm, I, I'm sure there's some of, I, you know, I, again, I don't think it's solely at Jerry Krause. I think it's, I think it's, so Jerry Krause is in there, there's no doubt. I mean, I mean, there ain't no doubt about that. But I think it's also geared towards management. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you think they will talk about Jordan's gambling at all? Uh, I don't know. Did, I don't know. Did they ask you? No, no. I don't, okay. I don't recall anything like that. So Yeah. Yeah, and you won a gold medal. You know, if I won a gold medal in the Olympics, I would wear it around my neck to happy hour, Joe. I'd show well, up. I, at- <laughs> I got it on right now. <laughs> <laughs> Tell everybody what you're doing. It's kind of cool what you sagged into. You took some of your league, all the all those years in the league. And he you did know, it while he was playing in the league. Yeah, you got two restaurants now. Barbecue, is that right? Yeah, yeah, in 1996. Uh, I, a good friend of mine, uh, his wife, uh, introduced me to my wife in college and we were friends and you know he had been doing some uh a thing called backyard burgers which is kind of the same thing as a rallies i remember and he, that and he sold those uh, they went corporate and he sold those and was very successful with it and he sold those back um and got out of that and had some money and he want, wanted to go uh you know he approached me about doing corky's ribs and barbecue and it's a out of memphis and I, hell, I'd never heard of it. I didn't know what he was talking about. And uh, and so, uh, you know, I went over there and checked it out. I knew he was a hard-working dude that knew the, knew the business. And so I was like, sure. So we opened one in 1996 and uh, just uh, then opened another one. Killing in it. Rock about, uh, opened another one about, you know, eight years later in North Little Rock, uh, you know, and then, uh, you know, God laughs when you tell him your plans because I never, I never saw, you know, 20 years ago when I retired that I'd be running restaurants. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and they, they, you know, knock on wood, we have, we have drive through. So that's really helped us out yeah. this, you know, through this crisis that we're going through. I mean, it's not, it's not perfect, but I, I think considering, what a lot of most of the restaurants are going to through right now we're we, we're very lucky and you know we've been able to keep some people employed and uh you know pay our bills and do some things that you know most restaurants right now can't do so we're, we, we're good for you lucky. all right joe we'll talk to you next time when they have the charles barkley documentary <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right. Well, that brisket ain't going to smoke itself there, Joe. We got to let you go. Yeah, got to gotta get up there and save the world one pulled pork sandwich at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Appreciate Thank it, Thank you, man. You're a good yeah. man. All right. Take See care. You.